Welcome to the Ether. Today is Saturday, February 4th, 2023. Today on the Ether, the Camp Guide AMA with El Prof, Episode 7 How to Attract Remote Jobs. Let's take a listen. Yeah, hello, 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 guys. Good evening. How are you guys doing? Uh, welcome to, to this um, AMA. I think we're having a little bit of um, hiccup. I don't know if this network, right? Because Almost a couple of species that have joined. They're always having issues getting the whole thing cut off in half or something. But, well, I'm glad we're here and I'm very, very happy to see all of you guys. It's um, it's a pleasure. We have a very... Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's from Scribblings, um, the co-host for, for today. Um, as usual, I'm going to allow everybody that's available to step up as speakers. Right, you can don't forget this and AMA. Most people don't know the meaning of AMA. I just realized that today. I was just using it. I didn't know that some people do not know what it means. AMA means ask me anything. All right. So basically, these meetings are meetings that you can literally ask about anything as it pertains to you know technology, monetization of technology, building your brand, your personal brand, web three. Uh and you know basically digital digital income as it as it is so um i think that's that's something that everybody should keep at the back of their mind so it doesn't always necessarily mean that your questions should be channeled it's often because if i ask anybody now to ask a question most people are short of words so that's why we try and create some kind of title or topic a subject for each day so that um, we can have a conversation on it and allow people to ask questions. Otherwise, you're at liberty to ask any kind of question whatsoever. Um, and uh, today we are really going to stick with time. Okay, um, a couple of days ago, I was invited to an AMA where they talked about um, remote jobs, but there was about five or so speakers, right? We really didn't have time. And moreover, I was developing the content for the newsletter. So I didn't really want to over overshare but since um, we are all here and yes for the newsletters please um i'm doing a bunch of content there is there is how i'm structuring it so it's already available but not available for people to read right i want to make sure that we have a bunch of content very high quality content there before we we officially launch it i believe we'll launch it simultaneously with um Camgayad website, which is something that might be, the view on website might be possible um, this month. However, consider every single AMA section that we're having as um, a potential newsletter conversation that we're going to have, right? And um, because I've, I've joined a bunch of newsletters, I've seen how they are doing it. And I want to make sure that we're actually providing the necessary kind of value that is very, very intense and actionable. So. We are trying a different um, strategy. We want to be able to share interesting tips and uh, you know, uh, even ideas, business ideas, brand ideas that people can potentially explore, right? So uh, even in the course of going through my, my notes, um, I had to even jot down a couple of extra things. So the thing is even getting, I wouldn't know if this would even fit into a single newsletter um, post, but... Um, for people that joined the other meeting, we're basically talking about remote jobs, all right? And when the first issue that I, I, I think, when people think about remote jobs, they're often thinking about freelancing, all right? They think about you not knowing somebody, maybe meeting them online, and really, yeah, that is it. But that mindset is one that is it's not entirely correct, right? So it's not like once you meet somebody online or whatsoever, 
you send them your um, portfolio or CV or whatever, and they now engage you to do something for their business or their pro project or product, and you get paid, basically freelancing, right? But the definition that I'm giving, because I am an, an entrepreneur at heart, right? So I always think about things in the context of still maintaining my control, my ownership over, basically retaining control over the process to a large extent, or at least having equal um, and contribution in the control aspect of, of any interaction, right? So the fact that for remote jobs, the most important thing you have to note is any relationship that is financially profitable, that is facilitated by the internet, all right? So if you have to, if you have to go to an office, it's no longer a remote job, right? So, but it doesn't necessarily just simply means getting uh, a gig, a freelance gig and doing it and getting paid. And that is what remote jobs are exclusively all about. So we are going to talk more about that, you know, depending on how much time we we will be able to have, right? But one thing I, I want everybody to know here is as a remote worker, there are two paths that you can follow, right? Number one, you can request for offers to work on tasks. So I am the founder of Camp Gaiad. We have certain things we need to do within the community. And mind you, this is something that is obtainable. We've talked about this before. Every single project, as countless as they are today, they need something to be done. No project is done. There is no project, there's no community, there is no agency, there is no decentralized autonomous um, organization or NFT project or whatsoever that you see out there and they don't need any kind of uh, task done. There's always something that needs to be done. So you see that. Yeah, 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 that's that's 100% true. There's always, you can, do not think that whatsoever, for those of you that have a little bit, um, maybe part of the administration of Camp Gaiad, you can already see the workload of different things we need to do that we've not been able to do. It's almost always like that for every single project. Sometimes you see people that would want to be entrepreneurs, they want to be founders, they have ideas, and they are trying to put something up. Maybe they don't have so much resources, finances, and all of that stuff. But the major issue that they have is executing on certain tasks. So you see that there is always a room for you to request for offers to work on tasks. You just need to be able to identify the tasks. What are these tasks that every single project needs to execute, that they need to be doing consistently? Take, for example, content. Now, even if your project, your project is up for two or three years, you still need to be consistently posting content on social media. That's for sure. Possibly on several platforms. It requires people to do this. There's still need for visuals. There's still need for community engagement, especially as projects get older. And this is something that I realized. Even those of you within Camp Gaiad, Within the last few days, you might notice that it feels like the community is a little bit quiet. This is the thing that happens when people are driven. And you see, this is one of the major problems that we have that led us to create Camp Gaiad. This whole ideology of making quick money. All right. And despite the fact that we've been talking about it consistently, people still have needs. And people want to focus on, especially now, crypto, um, crypto speculation is doing a little bit all right. So, so many people are distracted, so many people want to make money. This is the reality, right? And I know that we Camp Gaiad as a community, we're not for everybody, right? We're for people that are willing to take the long path into something sustainable that would potentially, that can potentially be a career, right? That can carry them through life. So you see that there are so many things that you are going to be needing to be doing on that process. But yes, we cannot discredit the need to have money, to make money. So please take note, in this particular meeting, I'm going to share, let me just say three. I have, I have more, than, more than 10, <laughs> 10 ideas here. I wouldn't call them ideas. I'll call them things that you can do exactly, because I think this is some challenge that some people, even despite some of our meeting, they are asking. They always want me to say specifically, do this, do exactly this, and you should be able to make money. So I'm going to share a couple of things that some of you are with share one for a designer if you're a graphic designer what you can specifically do if you are a writer a content creator or something you can make research i'll talk about that then if you can manage communities 
uh, or you think you can. I mean, we, we wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind if you've not had the experience, I wouldn't mind giving you one of the subgroups within Campire so that I'll see how well you manage it. If you feel there's something that you can do, I also share another specific activity that you can do and you make money from it. Don't forget. Yes, 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 thank you. So please don't forget that um, our $1,000, uh, um, let's call it task, right? Making $1,000 before, before February 14th. I have accomplished my own, please, <laughs> okay? So I will, I will tell you people, no, I will say it in the community. Someone should ask me inside of um, the community health group and we can have a voice to conversation on that. But I have accomplished it and I think, I don't think any other person has. In fact, for so many people, I don't think they've, 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 they feel like I've actually shared something that they, they could specifically do. So now let's talk about remote work, right? Because whatsoever you are going to use to make money right now that we're probably going to talk about, it's, it's probably going to be a remote work. Most people that are working with Camp Gaiad understand that you're already doing remote work. That's what it is. All right. So is it that you request for offers to work on tasks, which is the common thing that most people think about when they are doing remote work or the special one, make offers that solve problems. So that's remote work, but more to the direction of being an entrepreneur rather than being an employee. So you can either request for offers so that uh, some employer can give you jobs or something to do, or you can tell an employer what you want to do or what you can do for their company, their project, their product, and you will now be the one in the position to tell them what, how that thing you are telling them that you want to do for them would be helpful for them. And you may want to convince them that it's so important that they need to engage it, even if they did not plan for it earlier. So these are the two different ways. Now you can see that the other one that we talked about, you requesting for offer. So you sending me a message now. Boss, I don't know if you have, okay, for example, we're working on creating a website for Camgayad right now. Let's say you are a website developer. You've heard me talk about it right now. And you send me a message. So hello, sir. I, I am a website developer. Look at examples of websites I've done. Right, and I'm interested to work with your project. Let's see um, ideas. I have a couple of ideas on potential website. You see, I think if anybody can even do that now, I would, I would be willing to listen to them. You see, but this is not what most people do. So you understand, they they might tell you that they have uh, look at samples of what they've done before, but most people will not go out of their way to tell you that they have some a couple of ideas that they would want to explore with you specific mock-ups that they, they came up with or something for your brand but you see that that is even what will make you get the work really that is just it the moment you come and tell me that you're a website developer you show me samples of websites you've done and everything if they are so good i'll say okay uh, yeah all right uh, it's okay I'm, I'm let's talk about that but someone else might come around so, and i'll still entertain them all right but the moment you now reach out to me and say you're interested in, in this particular gig, and you now go a step further to say that you have reviewed all available content on Kamgaya that you could see, and you're able to whip up a couple of, um, you know, mock-ups, and you have some other extra ideas that, you know, we could talk about, or if there are specific things that we already have in mind that you don't know the kind of conversations that have been going on on the administrative level, but if there are specific um, features or ideas that you want to incorporate that we as a community want to incorporate they are willing to look at it but you make some suggestions that is one thing that would have already set you apart because trust me almost no other person is going to do that you see so sometimes getting these remote gigs is not about whether the gigs are available or not but on whether you can convince the person that is in the decision making position or the person that is going to pay you for that service convince them that that thing you want to do is going to be helpful for them all right so in the previous uh, meeting where i started talking about this earlier all right i wanted to share some strategies i call them the most effective roadmap to getting or assessing remote jobs and now the emphasis for this is uh focused on uh strategies for high ticket inbound remote gigs what that means is when you hear high ticket it means well the customer base is not much the people within that customer base they are not many but 
they are willing, the few people that are there are willing to pay high amount of money. So when you offer a service that I have to pay $100 to get the service, and maybe if you try to look for customers, you can probably presumably say about a 1 million customers that need that kind of service, right? So many people are offering that same service. Obviously, you can't get all 1 million, and that is it. The competition is high there. Or you are offering a service that someone would need to pay $10,000, but maybe only 100 persons, right? And obviously, the service that someone would pay $10,000 for is something that is supposed to be very, very valuable or highly technical or highly specific or specialized. So you see that it's offering high ticket um, services requires you to be a specialist, requires you to be really, really good, or the value that you are bringing to a particular um, a client or customer is really, really immeasurable. You see? So talking about these this strategies to have people reach out to you by themselves and be willing to pay you high amount of money, all right? Because by the time you're getting to all these high tickets and, and gigs, right? It's often true recommendations. You won't see, I would not have $10,000 right now to offer for to, to pay for a particular service and I will just take look for some random person around that. No, 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 no. I will try to make sure that because that money is probably significant. So I would want to make sure that whatever I need, I will find somebody that had gotten it done on their own project or whatever I need it for and ask them, who did this for you? Because I have seen the application of what I need somewhere else and I want to know that particular person. So oftentimes, the higher the ticket, the, the more you'd be unable to get it by your direct effort. So that is why, well, it's still going to be your direct effort one way or the other, but it's make it a bit more difficult to just get it without um, um, endorsement or recommendation or being referred, all right? So what will you now do? What can you now do such that you don't know so many people that want to refer you, that's for sure, right? Especially refer you for high, high paying gigs. So what can you do to position yourself such that these people can discover you by themselves? Right, I have a list here of about eight things. I don't know if anybody's taking note. Uh, the other day on that previous AMA, I was able to talk to you, you know, point four, and it's it's kind of really, really long. So and I don't want to just read it through. Otherwise, I would have loved to do that. So maybe I will snap the page and send to the community. But of course, don't forget all of these things, you, you guys will get them on the newsletter. That's that's for sure. But if you want to start working on them now. Thank you. So if you want to start working on them now, this is something that you can you can you can look at. So we talked about deciding the industry, which industry, what is an industry? An industry is a general area that is very distinct in the kind of services and the kind of interest or in the kind of um, audience that play in that in that particular space. So example of industries, more keep definitions aside, right? Example of industries, the fashion industry, right? So the travel industry tech industry that's probably where we are now no education the uh, education uh, education industry i mean we could consider camp guys to be an education industry in tech so i think that's a hybrid there there's the gaming there's home decor finance health just think about it right so you have to first of all decide which industry you can't just say you want remote jobs you want people to be paying you yet they ask you what can you do and even somebody from this place listening to me right now I've asked you what can you do and you told me anything. That is wrong. So first of all, you have to know where you want to be, the kind of services. Now, this is not a matter of whether you're a graphic designer or writer or whatsoever. First of all, even if you're a graphic designer, you have to choose a particular industry, the kind of graphics that you want to be doing. Because look at it this way. It allows you to become expert like really, really quickly. If you say you are a graphic designer and you decide that the only kind of graphics that you are going to be doing are graphics that are related to fashion, one word or the other, it will be easy for you to now start coming up with fashion logos. Next, you start doing flyers related to fashion. Next, you start talking about animation, infographics related to fashion. At the end of the day, it is still graphic design. Now, the tech person might say, ah, oh, wow, this is your fashion, uh, this logo I saw, this this your infographics is super, super, super dope. 
I want you to do something for me. You tell them, ah, okay, what's your brand about? It's okay, we sell phones, we do this, we are a community of Web3. You say, oh, no, I'm sorry. I don't do uh, offer designs, but I can make a recommendation if you want. Somebody I know that is very, very good at my baby to offer that service, but I mostly focus on fashion-based designs. You see that most people will not be able to say that, but that, that behavior is the behavior that will allow you to be able to charge somebody $1,000 for a sim simple design. You see? So, but some of these things, it's just, you have to just get started. You have to get, get it into your head that way, that you, you, you cannot play outside of that industry, especially when you are starting out. This will allow you to be able to create specific content for that, that you are a, a graphic designer does not mean you will not need to be posting um, um, content. Yes, you may choose to post your content. You need to up your social media. You need to be available there. You need to be posting information related. Now, you can be posting information related to fashion, right? It's not strictly. You can post information related to fashion branding for businesses in fashion. You can post content related to uh, um, design itself, design principles and all of that stuff. So you see that it does not limit you the way you think. Actually, it enhances you it will allow people to be more attracted to it. Because now, you can simply reach out, start following fashion brands. So small businesses, small, small businesses in fashion might gravitate, they would certainly gravitate towards you, even if you are technically a designer, a graphic designer. You'll be talking about stuff that relates to you know, events in fashion. So you see that choosing an industry, which in a way sounds like you are limiting yourself, actually expands you. You have to do that. Then, you have to learn the key verticals because now you've chosen, <laughs> mind you are still on number one. There's one to eight and we have about 35 minutes left. So certainly, <laughs> certainly we are not going to be able to cover all of this. That's for sure. But um, I will run through everything like really, really fast because there's a few things I, ah, man, there are some really, really important things I need to share. So you learn the key verticals. In that industry, there are niches. What is a niche? A niche is a specialized segment of a market for a particular kind of product or service. So a niche even further breaks down uh, uh, the industry. So if you choose a particular industry, you can choose a niche. Niches now start dealing with maybe, niches are not industries. So if you say, if you say fashion is an industry, you cannot say Afro fashion is a, is a niche. <laughs> it's not, that's not, that's not how that works right the niche often sounds like something that is entirely different from the industry it does not correlate in that way so when you're talking about niches let me give examples so that you get an insight you talk about stuff like conscious consumers these are like these are actual things right health and wellness pet owners homeowners remote workers gamers travelers lgbt so once you get this kind of information out right then you now balance it up with your industry for example let's say lgbtq right that's 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 a niche now if you are offering a brand if you are delivering of a brand within the fashion industry and your niche is in the lgbtq then you know that all the content all the output all the targets um, um, um is going to be strictly lgbtq ah, man that's that's in too long and I don't, you know, it's a very sensitive thing. You have to pronounce it completely. <laughs> Let me pick another one. <laughs> okay. Travelers. <laughs> Let's use travelers, please. You know, it's too hard for me to be pronouncing too much. So travelers in the fashion industry. So you see that the moment I've done this, it has further specified the kind of... So how, what does niching down? That's what they call this. What does niching down allow you to do? It allows you to define your customers it makes it easier for you to make money it makes it easier for you to know who you want to make money from it makes it easier for you to know the kind of people that you are going to be attracting because now if you're in fashion right and you are focusing on um um, um travel you know traveling friendly fashion then you can even talk about things related to you know you know parking lights um and backpacking right and um, hitchhiking <laughs> i mean all those are all those are uh, you know, ridiculous stuff. But basically, you know, vacation-friendly clothes, you start talking about things like summer. So you see that it's it makes it super, super easy for you to know exactly who you are targeting. 
Now, the moment you know who you are targeting, what does that mean? You now have to be developing because what defining your niche helps you do is to create specific kind of content. So if you understand that, okay, this is the sub niche I'm, I'm working on, this is the niche I'm working on, right? And you are producing content on that. The implication of that simply means that it is people that are interested in that content that would engage. Now, under what capacity are they interested in that content? Is it as um, consumers or as uh, creators themselves or as, as, as you know, business people or brands or something? Because you can decide to focus on designs for brands, fashion brands that offer services to the LGBT um, LGBTQ community or whatever, right? Now, you see that the more you define distance, the more it makes it easy for you to know which kind of communities am I going to join? that I'll be able to see this kind of people. Because now, first of all, this kind of people, they're already there. They're already interested in it, right? So if you offer something specific for them, so at the end, the focus should be on the audience, the customers, the, the users, rather than on the skill. So it's now for you to ask, what am I going to offer to these people? What kind of special thing am I going to use my skill to offer to these people? That's something that allows you to, to successfully get remote gigs, right? So um, this is number two. You know, learning your key verticals includes deciding, learning which niches are under that industry, specific niches. You can Google all these things. You can use ChatGPT. You can use any of all this, whatever, right? Google it. Top figures in the industry, that particular niche, who are the top people there? For example, you can't say you want to come into crypto, um, crypto Twitter, right? And you are not... You don't know about people like CZ, Binance, or whatever. You can't say you want to come into tech or stuff. You don't. You are not following people like Elon Musk. So you see that you have to know the major people in that place. Follow them. Why? They will be exposing. You'll be learning from them. They will be exposing. They've probably monetized already, so they are probably where you already want to be. And you'll be seeing the structure of how they got to succeed, the structure of their content, the quality of their content. You have stuff. So basically, it's super super important that you do that, right? um create and optimize for a sub niche on any key social media so once you've decided the industry you've seen the key people in that place you figured out your niche you have to now pick one social media platform that you are going to use so it can be linkedin it can be instagram it can be twitter it can be it can be really it can be anywhere right but you have to pick one then optimize it for that particular value that you are offering to that particular market segment so your bio should be on point and all of that stuff. Then you now begin an active phase of high intensity value deployment. What that means is you cannot just simply create your account, optimize it today, and next you already start looking for work. No, or looking for who is going to pay you. You should take probably a week or two or three and create very high quality content, plenty of them, and choke up that account such that no matter what one person stumbles on that account or decide to come and check out the account to see, they will need to scroll for a while and they'll just be seeing valuable stuff left, right, and center. You probably have to create uh, um, some kind of high value, um, um, you know, lead magnet, something like a PDF uh, or a video offering something truly specific, truly extremely valuable to those kind of people. How do you figure out what is valuable to people? You can ask them. That's how you should have joined the necessary kind of communities that these people, it could be Facebook groups, it could, it could be anywhere, it could be WhatsApp groups or whatsoever. The point is, join the communities that these people are and simply create a questionnaire or a pool, ask them, what is the most pressing, or make research on it. You can simply Google it or whatsoever, right? or find um, some key people in those places and send them a message with a relationship with them and ask them. Or better yet, look at what other people that are offering similar value to similar market segment. How exactly are they crafting their own offers? Because it goes to show you that what is obtainable here might be obtainable in this place. And you start testing it out. So these are things that, all of these things that I've said, deciding the industry you can, in the industry, you can decide it now. Learning the key verticals, you can do that research this night and actually figure out a couple of things. So for some of you, you might have already known. You might have already figured out. For some of you, you are in tech. It's obvious that you are in tech. You are in Web3 and that's what it is. So you might have skipped, you might skip all those problems. But maybe you need to make extra research which niches are in Web3 that you have to explore. That's something to do. Then you now, you, some of you, your Twitter handles and everything is already on point. So you don't want to trade. Some of you are already creating content and trying your best and all that. You have to make sure it's high quality. That's for sure, 
right? So even if it requires you to use tools, certain tools to help you, but for a while, for a short amount of time, come up with extremely high value content and make sure that they are very, very prominently um, 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 featured across your platform or your social media. Then you now focus on relationship building rather than audience building. For some of you, you have already gotten to, why <laughs> are you guys hearing me? Are you guys with me? Hello? Hello? Yeah, I'm hearing you. Okay, great. Great. So, focus on building relationships rather than audiences. Now, I'm going to ask all of you this question right now. How many of you are in this community that are listening to me right now? You've been in Kamgaya for a while and you have gone to people's DMs. Now, this is not to sell something or offer them something or whatever. You've you started having a conversation with people on DM. Hello, engaging their content and you have talked with them on DM without making an offer, without requesting for something. You just feel that they are very, very good. You like what they are doing and you appreciate them and they responded. This is something that should be very, very important. If your goal is to make money, right? By engaging people with, you know, from remote work. Your focus is not to grow your Twitter account. It's not to have million. Having plenty followers on Twitter allows you to launch businesses, launch brands, do stuff like that. It does not automatically make you a more viable candidate for remote work. What makes you a viable candidate for remote work is the people that know you. So you can decide that you are only following extremely high quality people or that particular segment that you've decided for yourself. That's the kind of people that you want to be following. People that are your potential ideal customers, ID clients, those are the kind of people I want to follow. And that's just it. So you engage with how do you start the whole thing from their comment section. They make a post. Don't just go and say nice thread or glad to be here <laughs> or something like that. Tell, respond. Think about what they said and actually respond. Do that consecutively as much as they are posting for a couple of weeks. Let's say two weeks. Right? If you are doing this for multiple multiple people, and you now decide from your comment section one day you can decide it's okay push the thing over to, to 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 dm or sometimes having simple conversations like that next thing you ask send them a message on dm and say hi to them or something appreciating them for all the nice content they have been putting out that has really helped you on your journey or something they will certainly respond the moment they respond it's okay that you wish you hope they'll keep the communication line open that you are working on a couple of things and you are looking to see how best you can bring value to the ecosystem. So you want to be able to ask them questions. So you see some of these things, you just pre-plan them, plan ahead, focus on building relationships, rather personal relationships with high quality people in that particular niche, rather than building an audience. Talk directly with the people you want to work with. Comment, you know, always comment. In fact, you should comment more than you post on their uh, content, DM them, that is how, with a few followers, you can make a particular amount of money or income or whatever from, from just having a few followers. So the goal will not automatically be how to grow your followers because you think without doing that, you'll not be able to make money. So that's not true. Then I, I've talked about creating a, 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 a quality lead mag magnet, right? Then that will help you personalize your business relationships with these people that you're already talking with. Right? So that is the first point of value. Often it should be on your pinned tweet. So it can be something, uh, a PDF or something, but basically have it available on your pinned tweet such that these people would immediately be able to assess it. Then plan an effective content strategy. How are you going to be posting? How are you going to be automating your posts? Which platforms are you going to be using? Where are you going to be generating your ideas from? Things like that. You have to plan all of these things. And more importantly, this is the last one. Learn how to take meetings and do proper documentation. For some of you, if someone, you, you are just thinking you want to make money, you want to make money, you want to offer a skill, service, you want to do remote work, you are simply saying it because nobody has contacted you. If someone contacts you today, you, you don't know what next to say. Or you, in fact, you're, the way you address the whole thing would even make them give up hope that you might not be a professional or you might not be very, very good at the whole thing. You sound so excited. You are like so beggarly i've seen situations like that people that have been projecting some kind of you know authoritarian or high quality content on their stuff next thing i hit them up to try and talk they are sounding so fidgety or so you know on 
they are not confident. It just gives me the impression that something fishy is going on, or maybe that's not their original content or something. That's the thing. So you have to learn how to take meetings. Some, especially when you are dealing with high payment, high money, you will have to engage to do video meetings. Learn how to do um, Zoom calls, how to introduce yourself. That's why sometimes you have to have written this whole thing down. If someone should ask me now, okay, hello, um, can we meet you? I say, oh, hi, yes, I'm, I'm El Professor. I'm the founder of Camp Guyad. Camp Guyad is a web three education onboarding platform for Africans, really. I'm passionate about Africans. And you see that kind of thing. You know how to talk. You know how to get the conversation started. You have some key questions that you are always going to be able to ask that. Almost everybody that hears those questions will find those questions highly engaging or highly interactive or, you know, highly thought-provoking. You need to have some of all these things down already so that in case of impromptus, you already have a few things that you can just lean on to just run a conversation. These things are really, really important such that when you now get close to the opportunity to land a remote gig, you will not lose it because getting it is not very, very, very easy. So once you get it, you want to make sure that any remote gigs that come close to your nose that you have put under consideration for, as much as possible, you close them. All right? So um, we, have, we, we, we don't have so much time. We don't have so much time, but I, will, I want to point out two things. The two, let's say, the most viable remote work employers for Web3. Then um, maybe we can talk about the most viable skills you know, that you can have that would allow you to easily um, see, see uh, you know, potential, potential remote employers, right? So what I looked on to come up with this particular list is the industries that are much more attuned to, you know, remote work. Now, it's not if some industries, some, some niches, the people that are working in those niches, they are much more they are, they are much more accepting of remote work. And so it's easier to see gigs like that there. There are platforms that you get remote gigs. Take note of that. Uh, take like um, a pro blog, um, 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 pro blogger. Is that right? That's it. That's something I used to use a couple of years back. I've forgotten the name, but something pro, pro blogger is a job board or something. So I think they do remote work as well there. Right. So, but let's talk about, I'll just give three, three for each, right? For employers. You want to be, depending on the value you're offering, of course, but you want to be connected with content creators, people that create content. So example of some of those people, well, <laughs> I, am, I am an example, right? So people like NFT God, that's someone that's very, very common, very popular. Most people that, that are within LF grow 1% um, better, NFTs, God's 1% better community. You see most of those people that are creators. These are the kind of people you want to connect with. You connect with them because there are always ways you can add extra value to these people and they understand the value of value and they are willing to pay for it. So those are the kind of, those are some of the most viable remote job employers that you can get. Influencers, right? They need people that would help them manage both their content, their time, their, you know, different platforms and all of that stuff. Most influencers want to expand into other platforms and stuff. They might not have the time. So these are, some of the best um, um, employers for, for remote gigs within the decentralized economy, of course. Whatever we are dealing with, as it relates to Kambaya, don't forget we are dealing with decentralization and Web3. So I'm not going to be calling people that go against that core ethics, right? Then ecosystem participants, for example, you have to be deeper in the ecosystem. Let's say, for example, Secret Network, right? If you want to get remote gigs within Secret Network, there are ecosystem partners there are some key people that the moment you step in on secret try to know who is who and whatever you would have, you'd have stumbled on them they might not be part of the administration or anything but they may probably have interesting products or people listen to them or they are respectable within the space or whatever this kind of people they're often the best kind of people that gives the best recommendation so sometimes you partner with people you connect with people not necessarily because they're going to employ you but they're in a position where if they get to know you, you want to build a relationship with them so that they will get to know you and the value that you offer, right? Because they are in a position that they can make recommendations and their recommendations will be heeded to. Or you might be hunting for gigs and you simply tell them that, okay, you have a relationship with this person and this person and this person uh, within social community. And that statement alone might be something that is worth something within that ecosystem. For example, once when I was dealing with Stash during the, that first launch that we we're doing, right? And um, we're having a little bit of challenges. Um, with them, 
it was my relationship with crypto chem right that that really i told i told them yeah this is this is um, somebody that i'm really really close to and so i think they had to go and hit up because once they heard that i'm i don't know i don't want to start bringing this whole racist stuff into the whole thing but i don't know what the situation was but of course as with certain kind of interactions you always need people to endorse you that is just truth so how do people know you well enough to endorse you so you need to find people that are influential that are key figures and expose them to your content consistently such that they know that this is what you do this is really the kind of stuff that you have been doing for a while or for a good amount of time and you are really good at it or whatever so this is one thing i always tell committee members all of you listening to me you cannot be doing things for camp guards and you are doing it in secret sometimes many plans that you have ideas that you have things you want to try always talk about them tweet about them this week i'm going to be doing this and this and this this is these are my goals for this week those kind of things make sure that you are doing things like that then as you are accomplishing them you are posting updates these are the kind sorry these are the kind of things that allow these people to see you as you really are i haven't said that um but for businesses this if you are working with individuals best uh, on the most viable remote employers you know individuals for individuals and brands content creators influencers ecosystem partners but if it's for businesses potential most viable remote employers are web two businesses development you no know, marketing managers then and um, DAOs, communities like web three communities agencies these are the best kind of people these are the people that will give you the gigs why did i mention web two because i wanted to use that as an instance we don't have so much time ah and there's no time to ask questions all right let me take the next two minutes and round up so that we can take in some questions right web two businesses for example you don't forget the first definition i gave to you people as a remote worker you have the option to make offers to solve problems of business without like on your own code messages on their own you just message them telling them about the utilities or the benefits of something and all of that how they can integrate it with their business the kind of value that is going to bring to their business. at the end of the day you see that this thing that i'm saying now you can do it in a video format if you're a videographer you can do it as some kind of slideshow or something if you are a graphic designer you can you can write it as um, a proposal or some kind of white paper kind of thing or pitch deck if you're a writer you see, so you can simply reach out to Web2 businesses. And from what we already know about Web3, I'm sure some of you would already have a couple of insights or so, depending on how well. Mind you, these businesses should already be within the industry of your, of your choosing. That is how you can easily find them. So you just simply need to know that these are the kind of businesses that you are looking for, which is also kind of employee, a number of employees. There are so many directories and tools that will allow you to be able to filter information that way, and you'll be able to get access to a whole lot of them. You can decide to look at different ecosystems. You can say blockchain projects, list all the layer ones, right? Or um, blockchains, layer two blockchains, list all the projects that you know that are building on them, right? Automatically, you have a list of, of, of potential brands businesses what can you offer to all of these people since all of us were in tech now then you just hit them up and that's it so i want to share one idea uh, before we take one question then i wrap up before we go all right because we're certainly going to stick with time so for um so far we don't have so much time again i won't have the time to talk uh, give all three um ideas that we had so i will pick for the graphic designer guy <laughs> all right so this is an idea right if you're a designer graphic designer you need to reach out to creators it's for creators so your potential targets are creators so how do you get creators um lf grow just go to any of the lf grow programs join them then starts all the twitter handles that starts commenting that speaks during uh, the lf grow copy all of them out right um then find you have um, one percent better with nft god all the followers of that handle go and start reviewing them from there then look for people that have accounts of over let's say 500 to 5,000 followers right if it is verified add special priority to that particular one if, even if it's um, twitter blue because especially especially now that twitter is monetizing for people that have a content creator that's 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 verified with um uh, twitter blue 
So that means creators now that are looking to monetize, we quickly go and start you know, paying for the $8 per month. So you see that those people are already making a commitment to their creator journey. So obviously, those are people that would be willing to pay for certain offers, certain services. Sure you understand? So that's for the design guy. Then you, you engage with their content. Please don't forget what we talked about earlier. I'm just going to go into the idea directly, but please leverage on the previous information that I shared. It doesn't mean you just come and start doing it now. It might not work if you just go and start sending them a DM right now. All right? But you can send them the key message that you are sending them that is you will consume and repurpose their content. Especially if it's um, a recurring Twitter space or a podcast. All right? So basically, the point is specific offers, tell them that you repurpose their content with quotables. You're a graphic designer, all right? So quotables will allow them to be able to post their content on, well, they can even post it on Twitter, right? But more importantly, you can post it on platforms like Instagram and all of that stuff, all right? Then you can tell them that for each approved uh, design quotes that you mind you these quotables are coming from their content so the point is that you are going to digest and truly understand their content and you'll now be coming up with the key information within their content as quotables so mind you this ought to not be to go the talking with mouth so basically you should have done it you should have like dozens of quotables on your um dm uh, whatever on your tl so the moment you are telling them this, they are certainly going to go and check your profile. So the moment they go and check it, they should be seeing different designs of quotables and all of that stuff there. So now telling them that you are going to do this is not the offer. The offer is telling them how that particular engagement with you is going to benefit them. And how, how is it going to benefit them? It's going to benefit them because they can use those quotables to create slideshows that they can post on TikTok, on YouTube, YouTube Shorts, right? On um, Instagram. Now you can go and look for the metrics, the financial metrics for how engagement is paid in those platforms and specifically tell them that, okay, with the kind of engagement that they have here and the kind of following and all of that stuff, if that is trans translated into these other platforms, they might be able to and get, so you have to be specific. Now this person that I'm doing this for, um, let me pick someone that I like. OS Digitals, I like you. So let's you and I, I know you are designed that I'm saying this, and you've been very, very helpful with the community without getting so much payment. So if you are interested in this particular idea, hit me up tomorrow and I'll send you an um, extensive voice note explaining it and generating a couple of content for you so that you can, you, can, you can try it out. So I'll tell you exactly what you need to do to get it started. But overall, right, you can, you can charge as much as 50 cents for each approved design. So which means... If, mind you, the content is already there, so it's really a matter of listening through their podcast or their... Take, for example, the um, LF Grow tomorrow, right? You and I know that just that one-hour section, you might be able to even come up with 50 to 100 quotables from there because so many people are coming up with punch lines and punch conversations there. So you just have to extract all of these things and look for the most interesting... Now, this true selling point that you have is not the fact that you can anybody can design. It is how interesting they are. How beautiful are they? Are you able to use the designs themselves to tell a story that buttresses what that quotable is? That is it. If you can do something like that and you charge 50 cents for each, you just have to come up with 1,000 or let's say 2,000 piece to make $1,000. You can tell them that they can whip up multiple slides, uh, multiple designs into slides and turn it into a video or a GIF. They can post those GIFs on Twitter. They can post it on YouTube, depending on how they want to extend it or whatsoever. And at the point, they might be able to generate necessary metrics from that as well. Overall, they are creating a much more cohesive brand such that as they are building on one place, they are building on several places and simultaneously. So you see that this is something uh, that, that, that will certainly work. I know so many creators that would do this. I mean, if I had the time, I would certainly do what I'm saying right now. I might even try it. If nobody does it successfully or efficiently, I will do it for a week. I'll take some time off camp guard for a week and do um do a follow-through exercise doing it so that you people will watch how it works. So that is it for, for that. So 
Um, let me take any question before before I give my closing remark on some of the most viable skills or actual tasks that you can execute to make the most money right now, today, that you can build up into ideas. But before then, before then, okay, let me take the questions first before, before, before I say anything. Then we we'll wrap it up by me sharing how you can turn one piece of content into 22 pieces of content. So how you can repurpose one single piece of content into several pieces of content that you can use on multiple platforms. This is something that you can offer as a service. All right? So you can simply find somebody that, don't worry, we'll talk about that, but, oh, wow, we have just several minutes. Is there anybody that has questions, please? Are there any questions? But you guys can hear me, right? At least let's be sure of that one first. Can you guys hear me? Let me hear from you guys. This is an AMU. It's supposed to be an How can you attract remote jobs? Let me tell you now. Make your um, profile a lead magnet, capturing such that once you come on, they automatically in their hands to take this person goes on. That's the first of all. This person actually has knows what they are saying. This thing that they came to talk to me about that country, they have been doing it all just around their timeline. Kind of, you know you can see the people that someone's following. So that is why even from your followers, your following, you are able to create message from personalized Twitter leads. All of it will allow you to be to get it. a great list of potential uh, uh, an employer, potential work partner. Right? So, once you are scrolling through Twitter, you see a particular tweet that really spoke to you or something that, that really helped to create. What you do now open the message profile, you go through and look at wow, almost everything there is a kicker. Right? What do you do? You just follow them. You know that most people that you follow, you don't even turn on your notifications. So you don't even see what they do. For example, when I can go through my my um, my PL, you will see that I retweeted Chris. He said that the first pillar of reading your brand is content. Your content speaks to your brand, your brand message. So you have to be intentional about that. Then before that, this person, I see running. I rejected, please, you guys should go and check the guy out. The guy is like really, really, really good. So he said, one problem that you can solve today, I just feel like it's very relevant for this. That's why I rejected that All right? So, first of all, you can solve this problem today, procrastination. If you procrastinate, that's the first thing, solve it, which means whatever I want to tell you right now, do it from right now. So the moment I'm telling you to find for the first phase of what is going to all right, then number two. Tell someone about any new habit that you have, and I believe I'm glad that a lot of people start exploring different habits, different strategies, and all that. Make it a habit to talk to somebody about it. So find someone and explain to them the value behind this new habit that you are doing, that you are working on. Uh, why you are doing them, what you hope to achieve for them. This is what I said, smile. Do it. So do it to the Ask somebody and tell them about your approach towards you know, changing your life, changing your career, changing the opportunities that are available to you. What you are doing towards that. Specifically, what? Now, this is not you coming up. I know some people now are saying, I drink, I'm tired, it's crazy like that. Okay, yeah, let's do that with the part of But specifically make it as a time to that person. That is the Your ability to sell your action. Your action. That is what selling. That is what marketing So if you want to learn the movement, understand that you need that skill of being able to say what you are doing. So because you basically want to tell the person that you want to do something for them. So, but the, threat, the approach of saying different. The approach of saying is what you do largest determine whether the person will believe you or not. So how do you tell people what you do? 
Now, this is not about the value of you know, whatever. Now, you are doing something. Tell me. Tell me about what you are doing. Find somebody and tell them about what you are doing. Use your Twitter and tweet it. If you need to be that long, thread it. Tell us what you are doing today, this moment, to make sure that December 2023 will be infinitely better for you from a financial standpoint, from a career standpoint, than January 2023. So that's the question for you guys to think about. So you can go through my um, profile and, and check this out. Check, check this, this people out. I don't know why anybody's asking this about. I'm, I'm glad we have just, just one minute to go, right? So I will sum up there for just a bunch of other things that I don't talk about. I don't talk about the strategy to get high ticket inbound to those things, you know? So, but I would wrap up by saying, if you can find a blog, a suitable blog, especially a blog tech, now, there are many of them that you could ask, there are many of them. So, what I'm saying now, please don't take it like this particular point that I'm making to have. It's very easy. If you do not know how to find blogs, please, you can have that conversation at the community head table. Alright? So, but find a blog, then look at that blog post. If you cut that blog post, so basically, you can offer a service to blogger that you tell them that you can help turn their content, their blog post, especially consistent blogger, the ones that blog to uh, make their post at least twice a week, right? Tell, if you can come up with a list of 100 tech blogs, now this is it, anybody can do this and make money from it now. Find a list of 10 tech blogs that make at least two posts per week, and they lose hundreds of them, or hundreds of them, all right? Review all of their blogs. Then, this is the value that you are offering. We will cut their blog posts into three LinkedIn posts to help them set up and optimize their LinkedIn account. Then, each time they post, we take the blog post, digest it, break it down into three different sections, and post it at three different LinkedIn posts. You can set it to post to so run too far the week. They can do a following from there, and this process means they can offer services to directly connect with businesses and venture partners, or that's the relevance of that job service. Then, this three lesson post, cut it down into eight tweets. Then, those tweets, mash it up into a um, slide. So, it could be simple with the design slide, with canvas, all of that. Right? Once you've done it with these two, then combine those slides into a video, like a slideshow. So you can turn your into short video. Then you can post those um, short videos on social media, TikTok, Instagram, blah, 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 YouTube, stuff. you can do that. Then the entire blog post, initially, turn it into a YouTube video. So the shots will now be like uh, uh, a, a, a summary of the videos that we did posted on YouTube. Then you send that summary, that's the summary of everything, the blog post, the LinkedIn post, the tweet, the short videos on you know short video platforms and uh, the YouTube video, everything. You send it to the summary to an email list. So you set up a newsletter and send all of the, um, the lessons, the tips that you uh, pick out from that particular blog. Don't forget to take the blog before the to that thing. So in that way, you'll be able to turn a single blog into 22 different pieces of content that will allow you to grow a following on your blog, on your newsletter, on your Twitter, on your LinkedIn, on your TikTok, your Instagram, just a single post. So you see that there are so many blog, blogs that exist today, and all they've been doing is blog, blog, blog. Maybe they're making money from it. Obviously, this does not cost them any other thing. That same content can be repurposed and they will grow on several platforms with some of these platforms and monetizable directly, which is basically their revenue, right? 
So if you can, this thing that I just said now, if you can package it as an enticing offer and send it to a specific blog in the particular industry of your choice, and you can come up with a list of, let's say, 100, and you create a fast proposal to the best of your ability and send it to all of them, there is no way all 100 of them, because this does not cost them anything. They already have the blog, they already committed to posting on the blog. So, if someone is telling them that they want to repurpose that same content such that, and you are telling them about the potential metrics of what you potentially generate from all of these different platforms, you can generate fresh content and all of that stuff. I mean, a few out of 100, I want to believe that one person, so let's just get tried if you're if you're offer, or if you should do All right? So, with all of these things, you're supposed to be able to come up with a strategy and the approach, give them a, a couple of samples. And I want to believe that somebody will be willing to pay the fair week for this. Pay you as much as less of the price. So, okay, that will bring us to the end of um, our early. Uh, so, okay, how to attract people. So, just um, here with us now that we are still teaching so many things, but I don't know how to do it. But that's not good stuff. So, for those of you that want to step up and you know, that's another part of you know, value deployment and existing services, building and then how to do it. Feel free to step up, ask your questions, and see how to do it. And at the end, people will be the ones to give you your best investment when you are about to have it. So um, I think that is it. Unfortunately, I don't know what happened today. Absolutely nobody agreed to ask any question. And we had fewer people today. But I want to appreciate everything that you have I totally expected it. What you are doing to be inspired the journey that so many people might not be until the start of another people getting their And I'm glad that people already suggested uh, in potential results that we potentially see that right? And I believe that that's what we But for now, keep our heads down, focus on doing work, get better, rules, and at the end of the day, we will be able to achieve Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the Camp Guide AMA with L. Prof, Episode 7, How to Attract Remote Jobs, recorded on Saturday, February 4th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support now. They say rapping is the gateway, bringing home great pain, checking that replay, sing along and we say nobody gives a fuck around my way. I make about three bucks for every thousand plays, so add it up and do the math on that. Financially speaking, why the fuck would anybody want to rap? But in this reality, the money comes from doing shows, but then where's the money go when you can't do the shows? I guess you could rap on Cameo. I've been asking all my friends if I can rap on the patio Six feet, motherfucker, step the fuck back Doing a little magic, pulling rabbits out the rucksack Not everybody's always in it for the money Looking like another crooked Sunday and I'm working Monday So you know I ain't stressing, left debating great methods Amazed to play Inception, the base stay blessed See, even with these huge sums of overall royalties These sums of money that go to the record label per playback Can seem insultingly small Many rights holders are making around three quarters of a cent The actual artists say they're making pennies, say they're pennies, making pennies per play. Until they can figure out how to turn a profit, their future will always be in question. But for now, investors see enough potential to continue to fund them. Pennies, pennies.
pennies, 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 Another day, another lesson. Living in the it dimension might be worth a little mention. Living in the Great Depression, got a real regal feel. Reeling in another sucker fish, out to make a deal just to make a motherfucker wish. Ah shit, now you only got two left. You know what I wish? We didn't have any loose ends. You know what I miss? Listening to excuses. Now we're on the fence, like we forgot how to choose. That's what happens when people don't know what's true In the dark eating bullshit up like a mushroom In the lunchroom just trying to laugh it off Meanwhile foaming at the mouth like a rabid dog Like a fake mate and call at the zoo It's looking like the view is getting disappointing too I'm working on the new shit, trying to produce it It's what I'm willing to go through when I'm making my music Spaces.